Hello, and welcome. <laughs> Second podcast of many more to come. I'm here with the world-famous Julia Roberts. Uh, she likes to go as Julie. You've seen her on many feature films. Uh, she is my fiance. And Hey-o. since this podcast is probably going to last for years and years to come, and I will be with her for years and years to come. You better. I figured, why not include her? So I want to do the first five minutes or so of every podcast with Julie to update us on our lives and whatever Julie's doing <laughs> and things that are happening. So say say hello, Julie. Hello. Uh, what would you like uh, people to know about you just off the bat? Any type of special things that I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people have actually met you yet. So I mean, I hope. Well, I think a good chunk have, but um, yes, I'm your fiance. Mm-hmm. I have a dog named Gracie mm-hmm. that we love. She's here with us as well. Yes. Can she be your next guest? I mean, if she's got something <laughs> interesting to say. You might have to make it a video one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Happy to be a part of it. All right. So, Julie thought the idea of... Uh, the I don't know what the game is called. The who is better at or who does what game, also known as the shoe game, uh, from weddings, I guess. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, I saw it off Instagram because we're currently in quarantine <laughs> and everyone is doing Instagram videos. So that's where I found it. But, yeah, I guess people do do it at weddings. It feels like it's kind of a newlywed game. Right. Where you know something about your significant other. Yes. Uh, But these are questions about, like, who's better at this or who does more of this. So you already thought of questions. I've got some questions. Okay. Uh, There are a lot of odd questions. So how are we doing this? Like, you read the question and then we say, like, one, two, three, answer? I'm just going to get your answer. You, You don't have to do it? Well, I mean, I have my answer already, but... This is just going to be... But how do I know that you aren't changing your answer? I'm very trusting. That's why I think we should do, like, you read the question, and then we go, like, one, two, three, say the answer at the same time. Okay. We can do that. It's your, this is your time. I'm holding you accountable to honest answers. All right. First question is, who is the better driver? <laughs> driver or Parker? <laughs> driver. Okay. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Me. Me. <laughs> I knew you were going to say you. I mean, I think you're the safer driver, so if safety True. is better. Obviously safety is better. I mean, I feel like I am a more expert driver, oh. if that's the case. <laughs> okay. If the answer was who's the better parker, it would be... You. Correct. Yes. But driving-wise, me. All right. <laughs> Agree to disagree. So we we split on that one. Uh, the next question: Who is the better dresser? I don't know if I. Yeah, I guess I did. Think like fashion wise. Yes. Okay. One, two, three. You. Me. Yeah. Julie is the correct answer on that one. Correct. Uh, the next question: Who has better hair? Mm. Okay. One, two, three. three. You. Julie. Oh. Yeah. Well, I do like your natural brunette. Which you'll never see until we have kids. It's so. getting close. If we get quarantined <laughs> another month. Uh, Give it to. I got my hair done right before this. But I've never really liked my hair, but you like it. So. I do like your hair. Okay. I hope our children get your hair. Well, I'll have to teach them to if like their If they hair. get mine, they're just going to be bald their whole life. Uh, let's see. Our next question is, who is the louder snorer? Okay. One, One, two, two, three, three, you. I think I'm the louder snorer, but I don't think I... You are the only snorer. I never snow. Yes, you do. I've heard you snore. No. I've heard you snore. Okay, by snore, do you mean like I had a cold and I was breathing loud? I don't know. It comes and goes. Like, I don't do it every time. You don't do it every time. It's true. So, the louder, yes, me. Yes, and more frequent, you. Um, next, I have, who is more spontaneous? Okay. 
one, one two, two, three, three mu. Yeah. I'm definitely not that you're not. No, I'm not. I I'm know. I'm definitely I'm not. like let's let's go. I'm planner to a T. Very much so. We've planned our meals for the last couple of weeks and beyond. Well, that was out of necessity. True. Uh, what do we have next? Our next question is, who is the better gift giver? Ooh. Yeah. Well, I have a question yeah. about that. Because I have an answer for, like, to each other. But I think that to everyone in our lives, I have a different answer. Uh, I would say, okay, I understand. But you know what I'm saying? I would say to each other. (laughs) Okay, to each other. Okay. Okay. One, One, two, two, three, you. you. Oh, see, I was going to say you are better at gift giving to me, but you sort of dropped the ball on anyone that's not me. Well, you're the one that has really motivated me to get better with other people. True. But I've always tried to be creative, so. But you, I think. Are, I think you're very creative. I think well. you're better at giving gifts to me, but anyone besides me, not as much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Who is more likely to get a tattoo? Oh. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three you. And I still will not get one, but. Yeah, I would faint if I had to. I guess. Isn't your dad gonna cut you off financially if you? Well, cut me out. Well, like, he doesn't pay for anything of mine now. He would cut me out of his will mm. if <laughs> I do. Okay. Well, it used to be that he wouldn't pay for my wedding if I did. But now it's too late for that. The the checks have been made. That's so. true. So if you, well, <laughs> so then think, it would just transfer to the so will. So I think now it's, it's I'm cut out of the will. <laughs> okay. Um, and his reason for that, by the way, is he always says, if... If you have money for a tattoo, you have money to flush down the toilet. A classic mm. Bill Roberts sentiment. So there you go. If you run out of toilet paper, just use some cash. There you go. You're good to go. <laughs> uh, who is more likely to ask for an autograph from a celebrity? Okay. One, One two, two, three, three you. you. What? I don't know. Maybe I would. You. It depends who it was. but Any sports, anyone, you would want something. Like, I can't think of anyone that I, I would want an autograph uh, from. Like what do you do? That's with, true. I like guess. what do you do with an autograph once you get it? Exactly. Yeah, like. I mean, we used to do that. It just becomes with... clutter. Is my. <laughs> <laughs> is there somebody that you would actually ask for their autograph? Not that I can think of. Okay. Yeah. No. Like any of the first wives club, if you saw them. I do love all of them, <laughs> but see, my thing is like, say I have. Like, okay, I have a book that someone wrote, and I love that person. Having them sign that, but, like, a scrap of paper, like, what do you do with that? Or, like, you know? Frame it. You love framing things. No, I don't. Okay. And then where do you put that? <laughs> uh, next question is, who is more likely to win the lottery? I don't... Okay, I don't know. One, One two, two, three, three you... you? I never play the lottery, so I'm guaranteed not to win. But everything that I've played with you, if it's like betting or something, you usually crush it. So true. it's true. It, it, you have to play to win. I did have a very weirdly good streak of, yeah. was that fighting people? Yeah. I forget what card it was. There was one MMA card. The one that Henry Cejudo made the upset win. You picked all five correct, and you got Cejudo, and you got the round, and you got how he would win. I mean. And, yeah, you had a good... There was like three fights in a row where you literally got one of the fights wrong out of all 15 fights. So I'm just very... So that's what I'm saying. If you had to pick lottery numbers, yours would probably win. And you've never heard about it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next question. We've got two questions left. Okay. Uh, who, which of us would finish a pint of beer faster? Okay. Like, get it. I don't know if it's a chugging contest or, like, who would get through theirs. In a, I was thinking, like, if you had a chug, who would finish okay. faster? That much? Okay. One, One two, two, three, three you. I think you would hold your own, but... I mean, I do think that if it was a smaller amount, I'd have a chance, but 
a pint, no. Because you're mostly, I mean, you like to, I don't know if sip's the right word, but you like stouts. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not into, I mean, I don't sit there and chug beers constantly, but neither do you, so. I mean, I think if it was a smaller amount, I'd have a better chance. Because, like, I can hold my own against you at Flip Cup. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would argue that I'm better at Flip Cup than you. You, No, you're better at beer pong than me. Flip Cup, I feel like I'm better at Flip Cup. Mm -hmm. Not that I enjoy Flip Cup, but (laughs) I have the talent. (laughs) Do you? But you, yeah, you wipe me out on beer pong. Every time we've played, so. True. Okay. The last question is, who does Gracie love more? Oh, heartbreaker question. Yeah. One, One, two, two, three, three, me. me. (laughs) You think she loves you more? I mean, she shows it on a daily basis. I, no. We, didn't we just do your spice challenge where we both (laughs) had treats? And that was how we decided who got to go first. And we both had treats, and she came. I don't know. I don't know to if that's her original OG, that can't, her mama, me. I don't know about that one. I mean, I that can't to make you feel better. I've had years before I even met you, solo one-on-one time with Gracie. That's what I'm saying. But the fact that she, of course, she loves me more. No, I think now it's. Uh, I think I, you I mean, try to butter up with taking her for solo walks and doing whatever, but it's it's me. <laughs> so there we go. There's our game. Okay. We found out a little bit more about both of us and yes. Julie. We'll find out. You'll find out more about Julie as the podcast come in. What was the score? How many did we get? Did we both out of save? eleven questions? We agreed on five of them, and we disagreed on the other six. Ouch. We got a few months to figure it out before the wedding. (laughs) We have to figure out who Gracie loves more. That's right. It's a pressing matter. She'll be there. But yeah, so this is the first of many Julie... Julie will be... Appearances. Julie will start each podcast with a few minutes about whatever it is is on our mind. It could okay. be a burning question. It could be a hypothetical. It could be drama in her or our lives. I don't really have that much drama. You just had drama yesterday, Fiona. Who's Fiona? Fiona, t- who sent you the voicemail. Oh, that wasn't my drama. But it was drama. <laughs> it is happening. Who that knows was, what's happening? That was a wrong number voicemail. We all wish we could have more of those. Yes. Very exciting. So yeah. Now that our quarantine is happening. Is this your first podcast you've been on ever? Yeah. You're the only person I know that has a podcast. Oh, that's fair. But you do listen to podcasts. What are your typical podcasts you listen to? Top three? I mean, if it's like a type of podcast or the ones that... What are some ones you listen to? Okay. So true crime is my major uh, genre, I'd say. My favorite murder. Very good. Mm-hmm. Dateline has a podcast. Which is amazing, because we don't have cable, so I can't watch it. Um, I listened to one called How to Money, and it's these two guys that are best friends, and they uh, talk about savings plans, and they do a beer review. Oh, yeah. And then I also do, I also like one um, called True Crime Brewery, and it's Us in the Future, where he is really into beer, and she is really into true crime, and... Wherever the murder or crime that they're covering happened, they pick a beer from that area. And he does the beer review of it, and she tells you the story. I feel like a lot of people that listen to this podcast, mostly people in the league and stuff like that, would do something like that. Yeah. We have a lot of people that like beer. Well, and they're an older couple, too. They're like our parents' age. There you go. When you're retired, what else are you going to do? Yeah, they're retired. He was a pediatrician. She was a nurse. They moved to Arizona, I think, and retired and just do that now. But I, I respect his beer point of view. I mean, I think some of the stuff, he's very into, um, like, sours and uh, some stuff that I'm not as Some people like in, sours. Yeah. Can't get bored on the sour chips. Except tonight, we've got whiskey and wine. So. Yeah. In Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to your first podcast. Thank you for having me.
That's right. I was going to say, you're, you are in your cabin, huh? Because I saw you were out with your, you were in Temecula the other day. I feel like you've been all over fishing and camping and, and riding bikes and whatever. <laughs> what I'm not supposed to be doing. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we were in Temecula for the weekend, so I mean, we get it's not like the totally right thing to do, but I figure if my family is quarantined and Jack and I are quarantined, we can kind of intermingle, intermingle at like low risk or whatever, so we went back there for the weekend just to have some entertainment of uh, people, I guess. Yeah, I was trying to, we're trying to figure out like, who knows if it's going to get like uh, uh, more and more locked down because we were thinking of just like driving around and not even get out of the car. Uh, yeah, that, that kind of stuff's super like okay right now. I mean, that order was like kind of confusing because like the first couple sentences or whatever was like all essential travel is banned, and if you take that literally, like oh, I was getting in my car and driving down the road, travel. But then later on in the order, I think it says like exercise and all that is okay it's permitted as long as you practice social distancing so yeah i, I think you're good to do that you're even good to like i think i'm allowed to go fishing and ride my bike and stuff as long as i'm not like in a crowd you know yeah there's so many different messages out there yeah it's, it's a lot of conflicting info like no matter what part of it you're looking at if you're like trying to get stats on what's going on like that's all conflicting <laughs> it's just a fucking mess but it's, I mean, it probably feels like quarantine a little bit all the time when you're living out in the canyon. <laughs> That's very true. It's very true. People are uh, acting about as irrationally as they normally do as well. There's a couple signs. I, I drove, so I got here yesterday morning after the weekend in Temecula, and uh, these signs are brand new, but as you're driving up the canyon, there's like these like makeshift wooden signs tacked onto the trees that they... Turn around, don't infect us. Jeez. Like, God damn it, this is fucking, like the apocalypse now, you assholes. Right, it's like some horror movie, like Wrong Turn 6, just like, get a, get out of our backwoods. I was like, people, you're taking it a little bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, but yeah, man, I uh, had a good listen to your first episode with Dom there. Um, so he was your roommate, and he was... At, like, any draft function that I would have been at your house, right, for the league? Yeah, he's been at the ones at our house. I don't know if you've met him at any other thing. Uh, and now he's up in, in NorCal, so uh, I doubt anybody's seen him around for the last year or so. But, yeah, he's been – anything that you were over at at 170 Violet Bloom for, he was definitely there for. Okay, uh, I remember who he is. I think he was, like, the grill master for one of the first ones. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, I guess that's, you know, we all got to get better grilling, but, <laughs> but yeah, he, I mean, he obviously big sports guy, like, like any of us are in the league or anybody that we know. And, uh, and he's, uh, you know, you probably heard of that episode that we, you know, he's the one that kind of got me on a podcast in the first place. And, uh, we've always wanted to do one and it's like, there's no really reason to, and then when you brought up the thing from, uh, you know, your buddy Drew and, and all the guys in the Fantasy League, it was like, that'd be a perfect idea, because I don't even know if anybody reads anything that I put out. Uh, and this would probably get some more engagement if I got, pe- you know, joining people in on calls and, and you know, I've heard the stuff you do on, on his with rankings and stuff. It's just another dimension of trash talk and just trying to evolve in this crazy world now.
and it was just perfect timing. And now that everyone's on their phone, most people don't even have a laptop they're using anymore. So it's at least it, for Yahoo's app, it's made it harder to keep track with that kind of stuff if you're just a league member. Um, I always go find it because I just fucking love them. But, uh, you know, I think other people would uh, definitely hop on a podcast more than they would searching for, you know, a couple paragraphs deep in the Yahoo app that are kind of hard to find. Yeah, I think at first it was, like, you would, everybody read the note, like you said, and then, you know, we turned it into a Facebook page, and then some people got off of Facebook, and then we had the, like, the group text this year, and that seemed to to help it out a little bit more, so, you're right, it's like, I think a lot of it was, how could I even do a podcast, like, I don't have these big fancy microphones, or a studio, and editing stuff, and that type of stuff, but I'm like, well, if your buddy's doing it, then I could probably do it, and... So yeah, it's it worked out well enough. I did the first episode, and that's kind of you know. I hopefully that'll be good once you know once we get any tor- sort of league thing going. Uh, it'll it'll just start rolling. But I kind of was like, well, there's gonna be like seven to eight months of no fantasy league, so I might as well have a plan for that also. And just it might just be hitting up random people that I talk to or my family or whatever, and, and making it more sustainable so that it doesn't just disappear for four or for the times we're not doing football but uh. yeah i was thinking about that because like so like you said you and your roommates were talking about doing a podcast for years right but you never had anything to talk about or whatever and that seems to be like the major hurdle for most people who just want to start a, a podcast and most people have a pipe dream of it becoming some not necessarily joe rogan thing but most people have a pipe dream of like getting random listeners and people tuning in all the time. And I think for your case, it's a good situation because, A, you like doing stuff 100% just for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you'll go all out and do rankings on Facebook, and you'd probably have as much fun doing them if not a single person commented on it. But a bunch of people do because you have a lot of friends that are into that stuff too. Exactly. Uh, then I think also what's unique about you is your – all, like, the different connections you've had on Twitter, like, you've kind of been building that up for a long time. So if you ever wanted to get, like, kind of interesting interviews on there, like, you you actually have connections that, to me, would be interesting for a stranger to listen into. Like, your guy that did um, the UFC commentating, like, like kind of like Bruce Buffer, but the... the um, yeah, the ring announcer? Just MMA. But, yeah, I forget. Guys like that, you seem to have all kinds of connections on, like, Hey, I'll listen to that kind of stuff. It'd be like more of a poor man's, you know, Joe Rogan or Spittin' Chicklets, and I think you actually have a little runway there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And I think, you know, the the idea for people like, well, how can I do a podcast because there's nothing to talk about? You know, i got to have segments or this or that. And it's like the most of the ones that I listen to are kind of just buddies that are talking about things that, you know, it's even things that I might not have any interest in, but they're so cool with how they they talk about it and they're they're just like messing with each other and that's kind of what i want it to be with us even if it's just for a group of 20 or 25 people that listen to it you know that's my whole goal is with this league is let's make it you know last and let's create this like you know i i care about my friends and everybody just as much as anybody else does so let's put in the effort and and make it something that people want to stick around and stay together and keep in touch. So uh, this seems like the the next step. And yeah, if I'm, I was able to get the first one up and, and uh, just trying to keep it rolling now. Yeah. So are you going to like for the early stages right now where it's going to be, you know, probably changing a lot between episodes or whatever, are you going to be pushing it out or you just kind of running like a, like a test run and then, It'll just kind of gain its own traction, probably with fantasy football league starting. That would be when people start kind of listening. What do you think? Uh, well, I mean, I wasn't planning on making it a big like, you know, here's the public, like everybody, you know, let's get hundreds of thousands of listeners or something. <laughs> I was kind of like the first one with Dom, hey, let's try, test it out. This one with you, like I was going to send this out to the league and be like, I know everybody's not doing anything sitting in your houses, so. This is something. This is something we're starting for the next league. And if you get, if anybody ever wants to jump on, let me know, uh, and throw it in the group chat, and then see what we get response wise. And 
Uh, it wasn't necessarily like a weekly thing. Like it probably will be once the season starts, but you know, there really isn't. It's just whenever somebody wants to do it, let's do the next episode and it'll be, uh, you know, maybe we'll get into a routine or something, but yeah, I, you know, I'm totally down for pushing it out and, and it seems like SoundCloud's easy enough. Like you don't have to be a member of something. You literally just send the link and you can hear it from any device or anything. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty smooth. I mean, you can get the app and then like when you get, if someone texts you the link and you click on it, it like automatically goes to your app and just starts playing over whatever your phone was doing before. Yeah. But I, I had, I didn't have the app when I first started listening to my buddies and, and that worked out fine too for anyone who's for whatever reason against putting the SoundCloud app on their phone. Um, but yeah, it's pretty smooth. And I, I think your, I think your vision of it is good. Like, for instance, if I hadn't talked to Greg in three or four months between football season, but he was on your podcast, it'd be kind of cool to catch up and, and just like see what's going on with him. You know, I think that'd be a good purpose for it. Yeah, that's, you know, and with the ways that I do all this draft process, like I try and, I try and keep it going in the, in the off season months. And now this can be just one more thing, make it interactive. People might not follow if I'm making a Google doc or a Facebook post or something. So I'm just going to bring it straight to you. And, and yeah, if, you know, catch up with people and, and see what they've been doing, you know, we always try and get together, but that doesn't ever seem to work out. Uh, so this is just another way to do it. And especially with the Vegas draft this year, just trying to make that materialize and, and getting people hyped up on it. Cool, man. Well, I'm on board. Let's, uh, I don't know if, it, if this is going to be the one you send to the league or whatever. We can talk about the league, talk about maybe divisions or something. Or if you have an itinerary, go ahead. I'm, I'm just a passenger. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, is, this was the one I was planning on throwing out to the league. And I guess as a – so I know that you – you're in a league, your fantasy league with your buddies that I feel like you've known them for a while. Uh, I guess that was part of it's going to be, you know, what, uh, uh, what do you kind of take between the two leagues? Like, is there stuff that, that you think we're doing right that you want to take to them? Is there something that you like in the hockey league that you would take here? You know, what's kind of just your overall thoughts being in a league in, I don't know, it's been like seven or eight years now. Yeah, the, uh, so I, I stopped my hockey league. My fantasy hockey league is the only one that's still going. We used to do like the big three sports out of my hometown friends. Yeah. Um, baseball died first, then football, and then now hockey's been going, but I left it for probably like 2017 and 18 season. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I think 16 and 17. I hopped back in at last season. Um, and they, they weren't doing anything spectacular. I mean, I was kind of over it. That's why I left in the first place. And the the only one I had going at that time was your football league, just because of how detailed it is. I mean, I love the live draft events. Those are fucking killer. <laughs> uh, the fact that it's 16 people to me was just intriguing. It felt like an authentic, actual league. Yeah. Um, and for, for whatever reason, you drop that number around town and say, like, oh, I'm in the league, and we'll ask how many people. You say 16, like, that's, like, too many. <laughs> it's always kind of funny to me. It's like, well, why is it too many? Because it's hard to win? Or, or And then they go, well, there's no one on the waiver wire. I'm like, okay, but there's no one on the waiver wire for everybody. Like, it's just, it's, it's like an actual challenge. And, like, if your QB goes down, it's like a real football team. You're like, oh, shit, like, I i got to figure out what's going on here, or I'm probably fucked for this year, but I like having, you know, a little bit of vulnerability there to, like, you could lose your whole season off one injury. It's kind of fun that way. It's, it just feels authentic and cool. So, yeah, the one thing I would have said if you didn't have this whole idea gone was that the podcast is working out kind of well, and, you know, getting interaction from, like, one league member at a time on the podcast has been cool because there's a couple – of like, uh, I don't know what you'd call them, like transplants in our league mm -hmm. uh, that live in Idaho. And it's like, a, it's a, one of the members' cousin and then his roommate. So they've kind of slowly integrated into the league. And I didn't know shit about them until this year. They both have been on the podcast like a couple times. And it's just been a really cool way to connect it all. So <laughs> I think that uh, might be the last thing to make our league the best league in the country. 
Yeah, and I mean, even with how long this league's been going, uh, like, there's so much I don't know about people. Like, you know, I've seen people like Ty or, uh, you know, Sean. Some, a lot of, even you, I guess, you know, we see each other pretty often, but there's plenty more I can know about people and, and incorporated into the league. You know, I like how you guys have stuff where if you're out of it, then you change your name to something or, you know, just giving out some sort of like little bit of consequences and, and trying to grow that side of it. But yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's just getting people more involved and some people have fallen off. We bring people in and it's, you know, trying to get a core of people that, that want to be into it. You know, it's not an everyday check your team thing, but they, you know, you want the interaction and you want everybody to, to know that they're, you know, they're cool and they can say what they want and it's, it's, you know, it's all in fun. started probably in like 2012 <laughs> I, had, I had lost playoff contention and I forget what my team name was I think I was it was a stupid name I was like the surfing bulbs and it was this little like um, clip art thing of a light bulb on a surfboard <laughs> I don't know why I just like changed my name to the surfing poos and I like photoshopped a piece of poop on the surfboard <laughs> and then it just became like a thing like, the next year, there was, like, three people that did it. And then after that, it was just, like, gospel for our league. Like, hey, if you're out of the playoffs, you got to incorporate poo. And then that evolved into people putting in, like, poop or shit or piss or something. <laughs> their name. Like, uh, I don't know if you, ever, you remember my old college roommate, Dylan. Um, but he, ah, fuck. I was trying to, I had it on my head right now. I think I just forgot it. But, uh, anyway, scratch that. I forget what his example was, but he had one of the best ones of all time. <laughs> but that's the stuff, you know, and it's that's the type of stuff where is organic, and you're like, it's just fun, and then it becomes part of the league, and you can't, like, force that type of stuff, but you never know what's, what it's going to be from. Uh, and I think, like, league names, in our league, it's, it's not a big deal what your name is. Like, I think it goes a lot from the commission notes where I call people by their name and don't really reference their, their team name, but... Uh, I mean, that you never know with that type of stuff. I've always appreciated, I feel like you have the best idea whenever it comes to team names where you try and make it like a team with like a, uh, you know, a nickname. It's something, it, it, you know, it's the Wildcats or, or the Poos or the Bulbs or something. Like, I've always appreciated that instead of people trying to be, you know, clever with it. If you can be clever and make it sound like you're, you know, the, like, the L.A. Wildcats or something, then, then that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like a, a, a tradition, a, a nice little thing to, that, you know, you stick with and, and it just adds a little something. Yeah, that, that, the uh, inspiration for that when I told you that a long time ago, was a very simple, and it didn't come from the most intelligent guy I know, but uh, he was like, you know what, John, all my fantasy teams, they always have to end in S, right? <laughs> I'm Google some stupid joke name, it has to end in S, like a real team. And I, of course, I gave him a bunch of examples of ended in, in S that didn't fit his format. He's like, no, no, you're thinking too hard. Just has to end in S. I'm trying to do since Oh, you know what? I just remembered uh, Dylan's fantasy name just so I can get it off my chest. So his fantasy name for that season was the Playbook of Eli instead of the Book of Eli. Oh, nice. And, yeah, yeah, the quarterback, uh, Eli Manning, of course, right? <laughs> when he got eliminated from playoff contention, he changed it to the poop of his pee <laughs> I was like, all right, this tradition has run its course, and it's not leaving. <laughs> That's what you want, man. It's, it gets you stuff like that. And I don't, I don't mind if we, you know, maybe send this link to the, the hockey guys. I don't know if that, or the, the hockey buds. Uh, I didn't actually look and see if, I think I started listening, I listened to like the first half of the most recent one. I don't know if anything's come out in the last week and a half or what is even going to happen with somebody if you're in a league like that. As I was in a, I'm in a fantasy hockey league as well with, with uh, Greg and I was winning, I'm like in first place by, you know, five, 50 or 60 points or something. We're about to start playoffs and now it's like, so what's the deal? Like, 
I feel pretty good that I should be winning some money. So what what's going to happen? So I can only imagine what's going on in your league if it's if uh, there's no playoffs and if the season doesn't end, then what's going to happen and, and what the what the commission's thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that you were you you had to stop because you were about to go in the canyon and you were gonna lose connection. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was like I did the odds or whatever. So I've always wanted to. Oh, have that's right. Sports, like, <laughs> I'm obsessed with sports gambling, right? And I, I take like a like a mathematical approach to it. Like whenever I go on a college football run or whatever, I have a spreadsheet and I'm looking at it and talking about percentages and. You can't celebrate one win just like you can't celebrate one loss, right? All that. But I'm like always been a little bit, you know, interested in how the sports book operates. So I just took the opportunity of doing the power rankings. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give everyone a futures odd to win the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started reading them and I started from the bottom up, right? Like the sixth power ranked guy out of six teams. So he was 10 to 1 odds, you know, just like a normal sports book would do if everyone was the same team it'd be six to one odds because it's a one to six shot or whatever. Um, so I gave him 10 to one odds and Andrew, the, the Drew, the commish was just laughing at me. He was like, dude, you're going to be taking it to Cedars, bro. Taking it. <laughs> and then like, we get like three down and the odds are still fairly good. Like the fourth team, I think was like three and a half to one or something. And he's like, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm like, all right, dude, shit. Well, now you've taken all three of the bottom teams. So, even if one of them wins, I'm still, like, getting two-thirds of your money back into my payout. So, like, yeah. like this is how the sportsbook operates. So, I got it. I think I had, like, $275 come into my little sportsbook that I set up. And I had it all tracked in a Google Doc. And I sent it out to everyone saying, hey, here's all the win scenarios. And for four out of the six teams, if they had won and they were the top four teams, I would have made a profit no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then if the bottom two had won, I would have lost some money for sure. I would have paid out a couple hundred bucks. But they were a shitty team. So I was pumped on it, and then I had everyone's money, and then as soon as it was getting rolling, three days into playoffs, the fucking league shut down. So yeah. so that's one thing people are arguing about. And then just the general league winnings, people are bitching about how they're going to split it up. And, um, you know, so it's a big mess right now. We'll see what happens. The NHL's pretty pretty staunch in saying like we're going to try to at least have playoffs when it all gets said and done um, so I don't know we'll see I think I, we can just resume in some fashion hmm. but uh, yeah it, it'll be interesting to see for sure have you talked to your league about payouts and all that or no I probably should I don't know if I mean I haven't really heard a peep there, there's no really chatter in that one and the only person I really know is Greg but uh, you know, people will say stuff here or there, so I might just throw it out there about what the plan is. I don't want to look like that guy that's like, well, I'm in first, so hey, you know, I'm worried about my money or something like that. But, but it makes sense. You need, now we need to have a contingency plan for anything like this. You know, I started with the, your prize money used to go, whoever won got all the money, and it was in the form of an uh, authentic jersey. And then more and more when Harvey got involved, he was talking about, hey, let's, you know, get winnings for the top three. And so now I've got a thing where, you know, pretty much anybody in the entire league can win money. I think this year we had 10 different people actually win some money. If you make the playoffs, you win a couple of bucks, and, and it goes from there, you know, regular season money. So at least people are getting compensated, and it's not all reliant on the playoffs, even though, you you know, you obviously want to win. And, and the farther you go in the playoffs, you make more money. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's an interesting one. I I... I don't have any leagues that I'm the commissioner of that kind of got chopped off in the middle of it. Uh, but for the football season, that'll have to be something. We might have to make a, a viral contingency plan about, you know, if, if the apocalypse shows up, what are we going to do with winnings and things like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It definitely makes sense just to get a rule in place. Um, so some of the things that were, people were talking about, I was like, we'll just divvy it up between the playoff teams, but 
I mean, if you're just halfway through the regular season of football, like anyone can come back and win. So yeah. it might just be like a money back scenario or whatever. And then it's deep in like actual playoffs that you can talk about splitting up between actual contending teams. I, I was actually happy with the, uh, the activity I had in the sports book and, what it did also was get guys like me who are well out of the playoffs and then other people, mm-hmm. like, actually interested and they're talking shit on behalf of other people. Like, it was a fun little buzz up until the end there. And I think that would only be, like, multiplied with the football league because there'd be eight teams going at it and we're just kind of a rowdy bunch that likes to drink beer and talk shit. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to put it out there next time we get going with the playoffs. But, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if it has much uh, much reception, I guess I would say. I think I get a couple people to throw some cash down. Yeah, I think that'd be, you know, maybe we don't get everybody involved, but like you said, people that aren't in the playoffs, they might want to be like, hey, I want to try and win some money back. And it sounds like you've got a good system, at least, figuring out how it all works. So, uh, you yeah. know. Because, like, honestly, when, if I'm out of a fantasy league playoff, like, I really don't monitor the matchups. Yeah. Closely, but I was this time. I was like refreshing the board, watching hockey games live. I'm like, oh shit, how much money's on the hook for Carpenter, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe it'd be a little more intense for the bookie, but if you have an individual bet out there, like, you're going to follow it yeah. no matter what it is. It could be on fucking Marble Racing, which I've also taken up. I, I, hey. You've, 2019 Marble Olympics, and you guys brought up the podcast. I was sorry to cut you off. No, I was going to say the marbles. I I have already. I'm I'm really upset. So not that I I'm really excited about the Vegas draft this year, and we have we have a draft order process that we're going to go through. But this probably would have been the perfect year to have some stupid random draft order process uh, because you know 100 percent I'm using. Marbula One and the Marble Racing Rally stuff in future draft orders. Uh, oh, yeah. I've been breaking that down and trying to scheme and, and what the hell, how am I going to make it work? But, uh, I mean, yeah, the Marble Racing is, is the champion right now. And that's, and I saw that, I think you had mentioned, so Forbes had a thing where you could actually bet on them in the last race they had. Uh, I don't know if you were aware of that, but I think there's they have one every Sunday. There's a race, and you can bet on the marbles in the marble race. So I don't know if that's if that's going to get you through this this uh, uh, quarantine or not. That yeah, that, that might actually. Help. Uh, <laughs> I was not aware of that, so I will be looking into that for sure. There was a funny meme going around um, about you know betting on the weather or whatever. Oh like, yeah, I feel like there's an app or something maybe. But geez, that if that's what it's coming to. Take rain minus one fifty. But uh, yeah, it, it's been a wacky time, especially just for a little internet humor like that. It's just yeah, it, as exponential as the growth of the coronavirus, it seems that just like zanier and zanier thing is sort of like popping up on Slack. Yeah, who knows. Who knows what to believe? I'm kind of just, yeah, give me something to entertain me. Uh, yeah. But, so you mentioned the, you know, maybe something to throw out there this year, doing futures for playoffs. And I, I, I want to, part of this was going to go back and look at, I threw out like a Google survey, uh, I think it was right in the middle or near the end of the, the season last year. Uh, yeah. and, and I wanted to hit a few points. Mainly because I never got, we never got all 16 people to answer. I'm looking at Bill and Sean. Uh, I know they're in the, uh, they're in the, uh, vulnerable, uh, age group for this virus. So the, I feel like those type of people, they, they're not into the, the Google Docs and the podcasts and things like that. But, uh, I really wanted to show people some of the answers and the popular answers, especially, uh, from you. You are our best contributor. Uh, to the All Google right. survey, uh, especially when you renounce yourself as Chicka Chicka Slim Shady on the Google survey. Uh, <laughs> and we had, because uh, some of the questions I had were your favorite part of the league, and you've mentioned, you know, the 16, play, 16 teams and the money situation and all that, but the one that you threw out there was the come together removal of Harvey was your favorite moment. Uh, of the league and you know that really did galvanize the league every 
he was there and I, I kept Harvey in it for so long because he was into it and he was providing trash talk. Uh, but obviously I think his, you know, everything else that he brought was just too much and we finally got rid of him. But you're right. That's probably one of the better parts of this league is that we all came together and, and we knew what was wrong in the league and the owners voted to, to remove him. Yeah, it's just, it was just a nice packed mentality. The wheels got rolling quickly, and I think we all kind of realized that we're coming into the age where, you know, it's not the high flying early 2000s. You can't be a Harvey Weinstein and, and do shady shit and still remain in the public eye. Now you got to crack down on that stuff, and I think this league is uh, right, right on par with society in that way. Yeah, so that was a good thing, part of the league. Uh, another question we had in the Google Doc was, uh, obviously I finished in last place of the league this year, and this survey went out in the middle of the year because we still didn't have an idea of what to do with last place. Obviously last year, Jen was last. We had her show up in a suit and tie and be the draft uh, sticker board uh, aficionado, and she she went through with it, and so it's like people really appreciate that, you know, that something like that, there's consequences and it makes you not want to be in last place because then you got to go with these consequences. And we didn't have anything all year. And, we, you know, it came up to a league vote. Luckily, I was in last, so I'm like, I don't really care whatever you guys want to do. Uh, but I did like your suggestion in the Duke Google Doc, which was uh, the loser, in parentheses, Andy, because uh, somehow Andy did not finish last and never finishes last, even though uh, he checks his team only when Ben Roethlisberger is done for the year. Uh, you had Andy walking through Santa Ana with a MAGA hat on, which I I don't know if I would have enjoyed anything more than that. And I, it would have just been the greatest bar crawl in in the history of our league, I, for sure. I feel like it would have been like a, like a movie moment, right, where a kid gets home from school and he's all messed up. I'd be like, what happened to you? <laughs> I, that that I don't know how we're gonna make that happen, but that that should be. I feel like there should be specific consequences for each person if they're in last place, instead of like one broad thing. Like if whoever's last has to do this, like each person is designated something that they have to do if they're in last, which should probably give everybody uh, some more. Uh, you know, incentive not to be last. And I, and a lot of it was wanting, I wanted, you know, Yahoo doesn't let you do a consolation thing. It's just, if you're 16th place, you're last. Cause I would have loved to have had like a consolation bracket and find out last place from that. But if for now it's going to be just, if you're 16th out of 16, this is it. And, uh, but I like the Andy idea with the MAGA hat. I don't, I don't know how we would make that happen, but I'm, I'm going to find a way. Yeah. You definitely need some, uh, some on-call security to kind of follow closely by to kind of throw the disclaimer out that it was a joke if it got too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Which we could do, you know. I mean, I just feel like there's a, a lot of a lot of league functions have descended into political madness recently, so I feel like it would just be a lot of Andy, you know, talking politics, especially if he's giving his side of the politics while wearing a MAGA hat. People would just, people would just, uh, just have a meltdown and and you know their heads would explode because they don't even understand what they're seeing and hearing right now. Uh, another question, and I think a lot of this first podcast, I also wanted to, you know, I wanted you to give your thoughts on people in the league if there was anything you wanted to throw out there and mix up the pot. Uh, one thing that you did do in the uh in the Google survey talked about uh actually I actually can't remember what the question was but uh I think it might have been like who's the one person you can't lose to I think most people said Andy in that respect but you threw out uh Weber and how you beat him this year with uh a certain quarterback Uh, I, I guess I can I can uh, throw out a refresher. Uh, it was Jeff Driscoll. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll. Uh, I think the opening drive he threw 
70 yard bomb to my boy Holiday. Holiday. <laughs> um, and that just kind of kicked off. I, I think it was Thanksgiving weekend, so that was like the Thursday morning game. That's right. And uh, yeah, that guy. I mean, he was like uh, he wasn't even on the team until that week <laughs> on the Lions. That was just beautiful. You know, probably my biggest rival in the league, just because I brought him in. And I've known the guy since we were young kids. Um, that's great. Uh, Weber and I just have a little rivalry in all things that we do. Uh, he'd probably be on the basketball court, and I think that's about it. I have him in every other aspect of life. So. <laughs> yeah, but I liked how you used the, the Google survey to call out Weber and the fact that you destroyed him with Jeff Driscoll as your quarterback. Uh, I feel like you could you could team up with Tuck on that aspect since one of the other questions was favorite college teams, uh, and he's obviously Kansas State and Weber's Kansas, so uh, we can we can get that little Kansas you know Wizard of Oz rivalry going or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, got no problems there. I like old Tuck. Um, hats off to the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl there. That That's was right. It was very interesting watching. So I watched the the AFC Championship, me, him, and Andy, and, and his buddy, a couple of his buddies at uh, Lampost here in Irvine. And yeah, Tuck doesn't really care where he is or who he's with. He is one of those fans in the stands who is cheering and shouting at players. And he really turns into a completely different person. I don't know if this is maybe his courtroom persona that... If, if he's in a big case and he's really laying into the, the star witness, you know, if that, if he brings out his Chiefs, uh, fandom into it, but he is very vocal and is ready to throw hands at anything, especially, you know, he was very celebratory, you know, and talking about how it's been 50 years since they even made the Super Bowl. So I could only imagine what he was going through during watching the Super Bowl. So I can understand the text. Uh, and yeah, it, it helps to it helps stir up the rivalries and, and the emotions in the league as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is that way. I don't know. Were you there several years ago? We went to Tuck's apartment. It was the old one. In, uh, <laughs> I think it was you and me. It might have been Andy, yeah, but you and me were there for sure. Massive comeback, like. Oh. <laughs> to beat the Chiefs after like a thirty-point deficit in a playoff game, and you just. Kind of got up quietly, grabbed the beer, and shut the slider as he walked out onto the balcony, and then just imploded. And uh, that, thinking back to that moment, is why I ended up being okay that the Chiefs won and was able to brush that text off. But I did text the group chat. After. I was like, "Hats off, uh, good game, Tuck. Congrats." Just like the text back. I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but said something like, "Yeah, I suck my dick." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn it." I mean, but it's, it's, I, I I would have loved to you respond to that with something because we've seen you, you know, I I love your Facebook antics and people can take them very seriously and literally. uh, And I know some people in the league could take it the wrong way, but I feel like this is, that's the right chat if you want to, you know, wear your heart on your sleeve. We know 49ers fans, they've had plenty of, of championships in their past, but it's been a while for them too. I'm sure you've only been alive for like one or two of them, so. I've been alive for one. Like I'm, I'm like the curse. They won in '94, three out, three years after I was born. But then since, like my adult fanhood of, of like all sports, my teams are 0 and 5 in championships. Ooh. Um, yeah, I have two Dodgers losses. Two Niners losses and a Sharks loss, all since like 2012. So I'm still waiting for my first one that I can actually celebrate. Like I said, the '94 one just doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was the frustrating part. Was there's just another case where the Niners were up by ten, blew it, and I'm back to square one as far as when my next thing is gonna happen. You know, it feels like the coronavirus. You know, it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets any better. 
Well, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought it up here. People can can understand. I think they understand your fandom and they appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, some of us, you know, I, I can't really say that. I've got a Ducks and Angels one that I remember vividly, but there's a lot of people that have never won one. You know, Tuck probably had nothing from the Chiefs and A's for as long as he could remember. And, you know, we don't always have the luxury of being a Marty and having the Patriots every other year, but now he's got to live with his post-Tom Brady world, so I'm sure that'll be a, come crashing down and he'll just be sad week in and week out with Brian Hoyer at the reins. Yeah, that's that's all you can do for now. Uh, so let's see. I don't know what else we can talk about with the league. Uh, you know, I, I appreciated everything you said about the sixteen teams. Uh, I, I don't know if there's any other things that you that you like or dislike or anything like with prize money or the scoring or positions or anything that you, that you uh, you know you've noticed from the league that you wanted to 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 mention. I I agree. There's one that Ty, Ty has one that's a it's like a super dynasty keeper league where you literally only draft rookies. But other than that, and uh, I do have a I I have a baseball one. I like baseball. I'm the commission of this football one. So any other football ones I'm in, I don't really care about. And yeah, I, I like to have a hockey one. I finally got in the one that Greg's in. I think you were in in the past, but uh, if if Drew or that league ever has an opening, I'd be in for it. I've uh, I've been listening to the pods. I've even commented uh, a few times because I, you know, we talked about commenting and messing with them, and I I feel like I tried, and then I realized like my name in there was my name, and so you could probably easily figure out who I was. So I don't know if that was working out at all, but. Uh, <laughs> No, I didn't know I've I was in it at all. Yeah, you, I think it was just one. But he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, wait, I forgot to mention, we have a random listener. I don't know who he is, <laughs> uh, but he's been listening." And he commented, "You guys just talked about chiclets for the whole." Yeah, maybe he's a troll. And then he just like moved on. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Yeah, because the first thing I mentioned was one of the first episode I listened to. There was like a, a, literally like 30 seconds in the middle of the episode where they talked about something from Chicklets, and so I bashed them on that. It's like, oh, that's all you guys do is talk on Chicklets, like, be original. And <laughs> I didn't know he meant, I, I literally, I may have listened to that episode and didn't catch on to it, but uh, if he hasn't figured out who I am, then maybe I'll keep it going, but uh, I don't mind, I don't mind if, if our worlds collide at some point. That's right. I've got the setup. I'm I'm all I'm all about the podcast. I don't have very many that I listen to. I've got three or four that I cycle through. And now that I got all this time, I'm I might be looking for others. But yeah, I've, I've thrown the Aki buds in there and, and part of the rotation. Nice man. It, it's good listening. Like I said, I don't know how it's perceived if you don't know the league or whatever. But if you listen to a couple, you can kind of start to. Yeah, it's inside jokes, and you know, you guys really get into the, the actual hockey and league stuff. And I'm like, man, if I when I start up our league, I'm I don't know if you're gonna care like who's 
scoring or points or anything like that. I'm just going to rip on people that didn't start this guy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But what you do, actually, that's one thing that I forgot to mention. Something that you do that's fucking phenomenal is, like, the deep dive history research for certain league notes. Mm. Like, that, that shit is always, like, been just so fun to read and then look at, and I don't even know how you spend the time to do that. But uh, I, I'm the same way. I was, I was laughing for the on the first podcast where you were talking about Marvel Racing again, second time you dropped it, but um, <laughs> how you used to race inanimate objects and things like that as a kid. I did the same stuff, and I was watching Marvel Racing with my dad, and he was like, this is the same stuff you used to do. You used to <laughs> race Hot Wheels down the driveway or down, like, dirt hills, or you'd have jumping contests like down your like hot wheels mountain and like you have full-on brackets of like a tournament for jump distance and i was like fuck i forgot i did all that that's probably why i'm so intrigued by all this like exactly it's just somebody that does somebody it's it's basically like if we had taken it to the next level and made a big tv production out of it you know that's how i appreciate it i'm like i know exactly what this guy's thinking because that's how i was when I was a kid, just rolling marbles or Hot Wheels around. Yeah. I remember I was uh, just a little shithead kid out in the desert. I was on a riding trip with my dad and all his buddies back in the day. I was probably maybe four. And uh, to get your dirt bikes out of the back of your truck, you have like a long, skinny metal ramp just mm-hmm. to wheel the bikes up into the back. Yeah. And I would use that ramp, and I'd just go find random rocks in the desert and I'd <laughs> roll them down the ramp, and I'd be like little head-to-head. Actually, at that age, I don't know if I was doing tournaments. I just wanted to see what the fastest rock was. Mm. I've never, it's one of my earliest memories, like, the entire campfire just started busting up laughing. I look over, and they're all laughing at me. And one of them's just like, he's racing the rocks! (laughs) (laughs) It's marble racing. I I just love it. (laughs) No, it's perfect. Marble racing will be included at some point uh, in the future in this league. I already have, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this, I've been plotting out, I think I have the next six or seven years worth of draft processes ready to go in the holster. Uh, so that's, I don't know if it's exciting to anybody else, but you know, I'm pumped. Especially, so this year it's, 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 we're going to Vegas, it's happening. Uh, I've had, I know we've got four or five people have already booked their hotels, and the plan for this year was we're going to give everybody like, an overnight, uh, we get together at like 8 o'clock and be like, all right, you get this amount of time, come back tomorrow with your ticket, and here's, uh, you know, show us how much money you've won, and then we'll base the, the order off of that. Um, but in the next you know, few years, this is going to be a perfect time for a podcast and talking about draft order stuff because it's going to take up the, the off season and keep everybody involved. Yeah, man. And you're part of it now. You're part of the history. I can bring up all your stats when you need it. Uh, you're, I think, I think, I feel like you've made the playoffs most, almost, not almost every year, but uh, over 50% of the years you've been here. So, uh, still looking for that first title, though, I think. Yeah, I came, I came really close one year. Uh, it was a bonus feature that did me in. I was playing uh. RV in the semifinals. I think I was, like, the regular season champ. If not, I was, like, second place or whatever. But uh, I forget what receiver he had, but whatever receiver he had, he was going deep against the safety, and the safety fell down. So the dude caught, like, an 80-yard touchdown pass like, mm-hmm. in garbage time, which gave him a bonus. Put Harvey just past me, and Harvey smashed the championship, and I would have smashed Harvey in the championship. Like, uh, I had a better score than Harvey. I was like... God damn it, if that safety didn't fall down, I would have had league brass already. But, you know what? That's the way she goes, and uh, I'm still clawing for my first one. I feel your pain there, man. I think I've made the, the final either two or three times in the last six or seven of these, and two of them 
I've lost because I had a guy with a bonus on my bench. So it's like, I love the bonus because you can always be in it, but it's, it's a detriment. And I've, if anybody, I feel, I, I don't know if we need to tweak the bonus or something like that, or if it's good as it is, but you know, it, <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it always gives you a chance. You go into the Monday night game, you've got a running back and they've got the defense and it's like, I'm down 45, but my running back could get 150 yards and, their defense could give up 40 points and back in the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, Derrick Henry on your team, season <laughs> football, and uh, it might just be all right. That's right. Well, I'm I'm glad I could I could have you on. I, well, I had to have you on one of the first two because you're one of my my podcast, uh, you know, aficionado experts. Uh, and I, I, you know, you can start thinking about what you want to, how you want to contribute. If you want to be the futures guy, I'm sure you can throw in some power rankings. I kind of fell off of that the last year, maybe two, uh, maybe do some preseason stuff. Who knows if you ever have an idea, just let me know and, and hit me up and we can get it going. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, whatever fashion it may be, I, I definitely want to be, on as much as possible. I, I don't know if it's because I like hearing my own voice, because I will listen back to it. But, uh, <laughs> I just like being a part of it. It's just fun uh, to shoot the shit for a little while. And yeah, uh, futures odds would be good. Maybe I'll just do like a little, like I'll start a little sports book just via your podcast so any listener can and hit me up on the gram or something and say, hey, hey what about this odds? And, you know, I'll take their action all day long because. I just like doing it. But um, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, brainstorm a bit, and I appreciate you having me on. It was a good time. It's about an hour. And um, other than that, stay safe out there, bud. Say hey to Julie for me. Hey, you, what you gonna do? Hey, you, what you gonna do? 49ers, what you gonna do? Ravens, tell me what you gonna do. Jets, what you gonna do?